What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we hung out with She Is Jules over Zoom video. Jules was born and raised in San Jose in the Bay Area, California, and talks about how she got into music. Doesn't come from a musical household per se. Her dad was actually involved in the business side of the music industry. But she started to play piano at a very early age, ended up switching to guitar around eight years old when she wrote her first song and wanted to have kind of a vehicle to accompany her songwriting. She talked about writing her first songs, her early performances where her dad would drive her out to this coffee shop on Thursday nights and she would play an open mic night. She also talked about starting a Kickstarter and raising money to record her very first EP. She talks about taking some trips down to Los Angeles, working with different producers, how she kind of cut her teeth, top lining for EDM artists. And she tells us all about her new song, Do Therapist, her struggle with Crohn's disease and teaming up with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. You can watch our interview with Jules on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it'd be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with She Is Jules. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I'm Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music. And uh, we'll talk about uh, your new song. Yay. Okay, sweet. Awesome. So I did read you're you're from the Bay Area, right? I am. Yeah, I'm a, I'm from San Jose. Okay, cool. I live. I'm from San Diego, and I lived up in like Oakland area for about five years. I did radio up there. Oh my gosh! I just did a, a little uh, showcase up in Oakland. So that's so crazy, though. I'm always like in San Francisco, Oakland area. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I loved it up there. It was great. Um, and now I live in Nashville, Tennessee, but uh, oh. I was always from. California kid and, and spent my pretty much my entire life there. So yeah, that's awesome. Wow. I saw that you're from the Bay Area. Some when people say Bay Area, it's like they're it's so big, it's hard to, you know, pinpoint exactly where they where where they grew up. But San Jose. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's amazing. Is it like very different than oh it's over here? Yeah, a hundred percent. But we love I love it here. I have you know, wife and two kids and Oh my god! Have more space, and it, it's just a different vibe for sure. A lot slower, slower pace out here in, in yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's that's definitely different than, especially like the Bay Area. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. like San Francisco yeah. is go go go. So even San Diego is pretty pretty quick pace compared to here. So yeah. but we love it. Oh my gosh! No, that's. I mean, that sounds awesome. I I know. Um, I've always wanted to go. I've never been to Nashville. Oh, well, you should come. You're a songwriter. I know. I know. It's so weird. I've never been. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so San Jose, tell me about growing up in San Jose. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. So I, I mean, I grew up a little bit like closer to the mountains. I recently moved to San Jose. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. People are, um, there's like a, a strong like community over here. I feel like just sure. of like, if, I feel like in music, but like also, especially in like coffee, like people are, I, I don't know. It just feels like home to me, but maybe that's just because I've grown up here. Mm -hmm. um, 
I, I, I love it. I think what's great. We have, we can, you know, go to the beach in like 20 minutes and then we could like go to like San Francisco for like, like, you know, 45 minute drive, but I love it. Yeah. You can drive. I mean, you could drive to, uh, what is it? It's like, uh, like Tahoe. I mean, that, that, that's super close, but I mean, there's, there's so many possibilities, uh, living in that area. Yeah, no, I, I think like you get a little bit of everything. And so I think that's why I really appreciate this area. Sure. Sure. Did you go to like, uh, growing up, would you go see shows like Shoreline and yeah, Yeah, Shoreline. Oh my gosh. I used to be, it's weird. I used to like really, well, it's not weird, but it's strange because I don't listen to as much country music now, but yeah, I used to go to a lot of like country concerts over at Shoreline. Oh, that's funny. Um, and yeah, that's like an iconic thing for, I feel like growing up here. Um, yeah, people just. It's a sure cool like venue. Concert. I mean, they definitely, if it's, it's, it holds a lot. So it's bigger bands. The, the radio station I worked for used to do a big shows over there every year. Two of them, I think. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. One BFD was the big one that we would do. I worked for Live oh, nice. 105. That, they're called like Dave FM or something like that. Yeah, Dan I, know. I don't even know what it is anymore. BFD is huge. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I loved it up there. Um, yeah. So what about music? How did you get into music? Do you come from a musical household? So it's funny because I so I grew up in a family of real estate agents. So everyone oh. in my family does real estate except me. Um, but it's also a little bit of a backstory though. Like my dad... Um, he, he like helped, like he does a little bit of, um, real estate, but he has also been in like the music industry. So he knows like the business portion of it, but oh, nobody great. in my family is like a, a musician. So he would always like, it's so random. So he would always bring over his like musician friends and, um, he did a lot of stuff in like TV and film with music. So also randomly. So I was always like, like, oh my gosh, wow, this is so cool, dad. Like, I want to get into this. And, you know, he, he told me like, wow, this is like, I mean, that's great. It's like a hard industry, but like, we'll do it together. So he really helped me um, in like finding my footing in music and mm-hmm. um, like even to this day, like he's been this whole past week, he's helped me with this whole project I've got going on. So yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so yeah, he has all. the, he knows the business side of it, which a lot of people don't understand or know yeah. going into this. I feel very, very blessed to have his knowledge and guidance to be able to, you know, tell when things are like, I don't know, like it, nobody has your, I mean, best interest. you can have your best interest, but like your dad, you know, like your family is going to yeah. have your best interest. So it's been like really great to have his, um, yeah, his input and his like guidance and everything because yeah, he has my best interests. Sure. That's cool. Yeah, and what yeah. about an instrument? How old were you when you, did you like learn piano at an early age, guitar at an early age? Or did you start out? <laughs> Yeah, so that's funny. So I, my main instrument is guitar, but mm-hmm. I actually started playing piano first. And then me and my sister, we both we were like forced to take piano lessons. And we were like, no, like, we're bored of this. Right. <laughs> so my parents are like, okay, fine, you guys can quit. Um, and I was like, I really want to learn guitar, though. Um, so I think I think I was like six when I started playing 
piano, um, but nine when I started playing um, guitar. So I've been playing it ever since I was nine years old. Yeah. That's wild. Did you yeah. have like a little, like, I mean, to be nine and some of the necks on the guitar are pretty big. Like, were you playing an acoustic guitar? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's what the, that, that's what was funny is because I think it's, um, I think it's just funny because my, nobody in my family being a musician, they were like, Oh, we'll just get her an acoustic guitar. But it was like so big on me that my guitar oh, was sure. like, maybe we should get her like a smaller guitar, but I just grew into it. And it was super easy after learning acoustic guitar to go to like electric guitar, you know, like right. it was like, it was kind of like starting me off with like the hard stuff. So, um, yeah, it was like a smoother transition. So yeah, it, that's, that's funny though. My guitar was like way big on me. Um, yeah, yeah I can just imagine just being like acoustics are huge. They're, they make smaller guitars now. Um, yeah. or maybe they even did then, but uh, it's just interesting to think like, in some of the, the acoustic guitars, like the action is super high. So you have to be able to push really hard on the strings or yeah. the neck's really fat. Um, Cause I have a seven year old. I'm trying to think like he's trying to get him and he plays drums. He loves drums. Oh and he's interested in piano a little bit, which is cool, but I don't want to, I feel like if I give him lessons, he's going to have the same experience as like a lot of people that I've interviewed that are like, yeah. And then I was just like sick of it after X amount of time. But um, yeah. he's interested in guitar, but I feel like the guitars are a bit big, but I'll have to do some yeah. research on it. But Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I mean, that's so exciting. First of all, like that, you know, <laughs> he wants to play guitar and everything. That's amazing. Yeah. I know. I definitely want to push him towards that. But, um, yeah. so you learned it at, you said nine, were you just <laughs> learning cover songs or like, what were, what drew you to want to play guitar? <laughs> were you in, in, you know, super into certain artists or. Yeah. Um, okay. So I actually wrote like my first song at like eight years old. And oh, wow. so I was like, <laughs> it was just, I was like, I, I knew that I wanted to write songs and I was like, I want to do this. And I saw guitar as like a facet or like a, a something that will help me be able yeah, to like, like a vehicle to like help you write the song to like make it make sense or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like to help, you know, make these songs come to life. So, sure. um, it was really like, I want to play guitar so that I can put like music to my songs. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was, um, it, it was, it was just funny because I would write these songs and it would be like, I don't have anything to put it like underneath. Like it was just, mm -hmm. yeah. But that's kind of what inspired me too. Wow. And did you just keep doing that? Like once you, instead of learning maybe like cover songs or whatever, you really wanted, you knew that you wanted to write songs. So was that something that you just continued to do through, I mean, at nine, going into say middle school, then yeah. into high school, were you the person that was writing songs and showing them to people or? Yeah. It's so funny because for a while I like I kind of like hit it from my classmates because like somehow somewhere someone told someone that I was writing songs and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so embarrassing. And I really tried to be like, I don't do that. But like I was writing songs mm -hmm. um, and 
Yeah. Like I, um, I don't know if that answers your question, but no, yeah, it like does. It- <laughs> yeah. You were doing it, but maybe you weren't, didn't have the confidence yet to show someone the song. Yeah. And I think it, it, there was just like a moment, I think where it clicked where I was like, you know, I can't deny who I am. I'm a songwriter. And, um, I think like really like towards the end of middle school, um, cause I think middle school is kind of funny for everyone, but towards oh, the it's end, it's the I'm most like, brutal years, I think yeah. of your life. Right. I mean, yeah. People are mean and like, you're really trying to get, I don't know, even in middle, in high school, you don't really know what you, who you are. I mean, at least I didn't, but like, yeah. I mean, I feel like middle school is even worse. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I like, I mean, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know really who I was in high school, but I, in middle school, I was like, total, I was like, I don't know what I want to do, even though it was very blatantly obvious of what I wanted to do. Um, and yeah, it's, it's funny. I think like in high school, I got in our yearbook, I'm like, they do, they give out these like awards. So oh like yeah. Those, the st- you know, senior blah, blah, blah. standout type things. Yeah. yeah. And I think I, um, me and, um, another kid from my class won like most likely to sell out Madison's garden. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so you were obviously people knew that you were doing what you're doing and yeah, they which was thought you were so, good enough at it. Yeah. I was so surprised though, because I was like, I didn't even know that people like really knew that like I did this or like thought that was any good. So it was just really surprising. Cause I wasn't like super popular or whatnot so um it was really it was really surprising to me yeah wow <laughs> when so you obviously were showing people your songs at that point were you posting songs online or were you playing out around the bay area at all or like what when did you do you remember getting the confidence to even show someone your song for the first time yeah so definitely the first people that i would show would be my parents um i'd be like hey mom and dad i wrote this song um or my dad would like it was more more so my dad was like hey what are you writing or like he would be very like you know oh that's cool so he's yeah encouraging at least yeah it was like really encouraging and so they they were both like you know pushing me to like go for my dreams which is very i feel like it's kind of rare in music for parents to be as supportive as my parents were very rare Um, yeah and so um oh my gosh i totally forgot what you were saying you were asking oh if the like first sorry i interrupted you i was gonna say the first time you remembered like having the confidence to show somebody your song you're saying you would show your dad or your parents they would come in and be like oh this is great what are you working on but like outside of the you know, kind of the comfort of your own household, right. like showing some a peer of yours or somebody else that this is what I do. And what do you think of this? Yeah, no, I, so I think I started like by, you know, doing open mics. Um, there was like one open mic in particular over here. Um, if, you know, do you know where Saratoga is? Yes. So um, there's this place called Blue Rock Shoe. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It was like a small little coffee shop and they did these like I don't. I, I know the. I know where the area is. Sar- okay. Sar- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Saratoga. Yeah. So yeah. like up against the mountains. Sure. Um, and yeah, the they just had like this um, open mic over there, and I would go every Thursday with my dad, and then then that eventually turned into like little shows, and um, at the age of sixteen. Um, me and my dad were like, Hey, maybe I should release something like on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And so me 
and him, we put together a Kickstarter campaign. Um, and so then obviously when I'm, you know, with a crowdfunding thing, if you don't know, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably know what yeah Kickstarter is. or what's the other one that they go. Um, that was the yeah. later one, but yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, exactly yeah. What about. Sure. Um, but once I, what, I don't know, like obviously I had to share it and everything and I raised all this money, I put it up on Spotify. So I'm like, I mean, yeah, it was. That's cool that you see, so you yeah. put a, you put a Kickstarter out and what just threw it up on the internet and hopes that people would would did you have some snippet of a song up there that people could go oh, okay i'm gonna get behind yeah. this oh wow yeah, i had one song that i had like professionally recorded in like a professional studio mm-hmm. um that was just like near it was just like down the street from me and so um it was the different the music was very different from what i do now but it was cool to be like, Hey, like, this is what I'm trying to do. And then people wanting to, I guess, quote unquote, invest in it. So yeah, support yeah. it at least. Well, wow, So was that the airplane mode EP or was this late? That was way before that. So this is actually way before that. Okay. Um, I figured I, as much, but I figured it out because I was like, that's only a few years ago, but I just wanted to ask. Yeah, no. So, um, the, the album or the EP name was stories never told and it's like it's so funny i like on the artwork i look i don't know i look pretty similar like the same but it's just like it's very much like kind of folk okay like like very acoustic so it's like very different than what i used to do so it's i think um it is like i've tried to strip the internet (laughs) (laughs) okay finding it just because it's like i'm literally 16 years old so right not very mature i sound very different um yeah. my writing is very different so so yeah i don't know if anyone can find it but yeah you scrubbed it from the internet at least yeah. from spotify i don't see it there yes <laughs> okay so you did that and and was that it must have been i mean awesome to even sound like you already had a song but to go in and, and raise money and okay people yeah. are you know behind this and you get to record the CP and what were you like sharing it around your school or like, I mean, yeah. to get that award, like most likely to sell Madison square garden, obviously you're, you're showing it to people enough to where they knew you were doing what you're doing. Yeah, no, I was, I think when the EP came out, I was like, you know, I was posting about it on social media and I was like, this is really cool. And I had like, at the time, it wasn't that long ago, but I feel like CDs were still sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. And so I would like, you know, I, gave, I remember giving my teachers CDs. Um, like, I I think that it came out my junior year. So that would have made like the end of my senior year. I was like giving out these CDs to my <laughs> teachers and I was saying goodbye. And that's I awesome. Was not great at school. So I was like, you know, hopefully the you still like me here's a cd you know this music thing pans out here you go (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah i was definitely i was open about it and i was like oh this is cool um i just yeah it was definitely funny um just trying to just to see how far i've come from that yeah sure sure so when you graduate high school do you what like what's your next move yeah so okay my mom is like I'm all in support of you doing music, but you need to like, at least go to community college. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, okay. um, I did one engineering, um, class and it was, 
it was just so, I mean, it was like, it wasn't like the school that I went to was like super specialized in like music engineering or anything. Um, okay. but so it was, it was like, like an audio engineering type class. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was like, it wasn't like, like, yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Logic. And I was like, okay, sweet. And so like, I went in there and a lot of, I was like one of the only two females I'm not surprised, (laughs) but like women in, um, this class. And, um, yeah, I got, I got like made fun of a lot by the guys. So it was like, (laughs) I always find that fascinating. Like, because like female producers that go into it, it's like, I have a MacBook and I have GarageBand on my computer and then I can just start telling people like, oh yeah, I'm a producer. Yeah. I produce mu- music and even, I don't know what the hell I'm, I have no clue what the hell I'm doing. I'm just, I could just drag and drop loops. Right. But then uh, you, I feel like as a female, you have to really prove yourself more than, I don't know. It's just, it, it's weird. I it's guess, true though. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny because like even to this day, like I'll be, I mean, I re now I record all my vocals. Like I'm very, I mean, I'm not amazing at, um, I wouldn't say I'm like the best ever at recording vocals, but I will say I'm very like experienced and still yeah, you've been doing it. Prove myself, right. You right. Know, like, Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so that's totally, yeah, that's the, the exact feeling. I was like, Oh my gosh. And so I stopped showing up. <laughs> to the class (laughs) and I dropped out and I was like, this is so stupid. Um, especially because I was going down to LA to record with some producers I had met through a, um, it was like a a workshop or something. I I just started going down to LA to work with them. So I was like, I don't need this. Like I was I don't need this community college class. I'm already going out of LA and working with producers. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to be made fun of. I'm just going to find someone else to do the, all the hearts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Like, um, so yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't really go to school. I like jumped right into, um, into, into music. Okay. And yeah. what was the first, like, I, I know you, 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 your voice is featured on a lot of things. Was that kind of where yes. it started? Were you like top lining for DJs or like, where did your like kind of first moment or little break happen? Yeah. So, okay. After I graduated high school and I was, um, I just started getting into like going to LA and doing music on my own. I, um, I had like around like three or four years where I was just doing my solo project. And I was like, this is, you know, this is what I want to do. And this is like what I'm most passionate about. And Mm -hmm. I still am very passionate about it. Um, obviously. So I, I did, I was doing that for a while and I kind of like hit a roadblock where I was just like, you know, like no one's hearing my songs, um, this is like very candid, but like, like no one's hearing my songs. I'm trying really hard. Um, and I just want, I just want to try as many things as possible to see if like, you know, um, anything picks up. Uh-huh. Um, and so I did, I, it was, I think it was in 2020. I, um, when the pandemic happened, I was like, 
I had never even touched a computer before to record my own vocals because I was kind of scared off by that engineering class. I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. Um, But when the pandemic hit, um, I was like, you know, I'm going to start doing my, like, I'm going to start recording my, myself and I'm going to reach out to as many producers as possible because I want to just collaborate with someone and make something with someone. Um, and I sent out a lot of cold emails and got very <laughs> little replies, but then how, like, how are you finding, uh, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, how, yeah, are, go ahead. how are you, how are you finding these people? Is it just like on SoundCloud or something? It was literally, I think it was through Spotify. Like I would find people through Spotify and then find their Instagram and then, oh, okay. like, and then good reach stalker. out to them that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. resourceful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Um, uh, that I don't mean to sound scary or anything, but I was no. just like, you know, like if they want to work with me, great. If not like no big deal. Like I just want to see, you know, who's willing to. Um, and so from there, like I just reached out to a lot of people and I got a lot of, got a lot of no's. I got a lot of like me set, like spending hours and days on this one track and then they wouldn't even respond to me. It's like, there's, oh, there was wow. a lot of that at the beginning when I was just starting. Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. Cause you first, you hit a roadblock, then you're trying to do that. And I would imagine you might, you know, you said you're, you're kind of feeling like, oh, okay, no one's hearing these songs. I'm doing this. And not really getting much of a response like what was kind of the thing that at that point was some moment happened that you know validated what you were doing and kind of gave you more of a like oh okay like finally something something's working out let's keep doing this yeah so i think um in the summer of 2020 um I finally started these tracks. Like I finally got a few people to work with me um, just on some like the more like EDM collaboration stuff. And they started coming out and a few of them did pretty well. Um, They, these artists or producers, they were, you know, with a label or these songs were like tied to a label. Um, And I was like, okay, sweet. Like, let's just try it out. Um, and it started to pick up, but I guess like a moment that you're talking about where it's like, oh, wow, like this is actually really working, um, was a moment when I was working with a, um, it was an artist and it turns out that he was an A&R and I was like, oh, sweet. Awesome. Um, and he was like, Hey, actually like I'm an A&R, like I would love if you would work on this one track with um gabriel ponte um and i don't know if you know who gabriel ponte is but uh, yeah, yeah i i know i know who it is but yeah, tell, yeah tell the audience if they don't okay so he does google him it's like people when they obviously when they see him they're like oh yeah i know who he is but right um, when you say his name sometimes it doesn't click as much but he's a guy sure. who does the um well he does the remix yeah, the, like the, the famous the, remix of um yeah. and so i was like sweet yes um and so i worked with him on that track and um it ended up getting passed on um like like him to well to gary ponte and with timmy trumpet um and so that song i think as of last week just hit over a hundred million streams 
Um, or like, oh, like it's like 15 million streams. So that wow. was probably a moment when it happened. I was like, wow, like this is so cool. Um, that I was like, oh, wow, like this is, I, this is a cool thing to be like, I've done this, you know? Right. Yeah. That's wow. Okay. So that when you, when that happened, you were like, okay, this is doing, did it take off right away or was it something that kind of took a little bit of time or? Well, uh, so it, it kind of just, it, it took off like, like instantly just because I think of like how big these artists are, Okay. um, you know, I'm <laughs> I mean, like, I, I will, I'll be the one to say it. Like my, my name is not on the song, even in the credits on some of like, when you look at it, it's like, my name is not credited and in some of the credits. And so like, that was a little like oh shoot like you know but it was like cool to be like you know hey i've done this but it was just a lot of um, mixed emotions but to be able to feel like hey i'm able to do this like i can do these big projects um yeah. it well, was it, like they, really it was, validating it was the uh, tears for fears cover yes yeah Got it. yeah um so yeah that that happened <laughs> that's huge though yeah um, so yeah, that must have been like, okay, this is crazy. Like, yeah, it has like a hundred million whatever streams or over a hundred million yeah. streams, and uh that's doing really well. And then so once you get that validation, are you like, okay, I wanna when do you go back to or have you always been working kind of on your solo stuff in you know limbo or like in, in like parallel with the other projects that you've been working on as well? Yeah, so um on my solo stuff like i was always i was always working on it in the background i was always like this is like my passion like i still want to do this and so i think it took me a while to get that confidence back because i was like i i didn't release music solo for like two years um well i was just you know trying to work with other producers and i finally uh in i think it was the end of 2021, I finally released like um, a song. It's called Stop and Go. Um, mm-hmm. That is more of like a pop kind of thing that was just me. And I have learned a ton <laughs> since, um, since then. So yeah, it definitely took me a while to get that confidence back to be like, okay, like, you know, I just gotta be, I, I gotta be okay with like, there's no label on this. Like this is fully independent. Um, this is not a collaboration. I had to like relearn how to do a ton of things, especially with like now TikTok and all the things that are, have come about. Like I've just been, you know, learning, learning as I've been releasing songs. Mm-hmm. Well, cause you put an EP out with that song, right? Yes. With yeah. I put, yeah. Yeah. So I, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I released an EP called Synthesia and it was really that whole project was the reason why it's called synthesia is because all the songs are very different and uh-huh. I guess represent different colors. And so it was kind of like, I want to, I, I didn't really know what to put out because I was kind of like, I'm not really sure. So all the songs sound very different, but I was like, uh-huh. you know, basically they kind of fit together. So um, that's why they're all like together on that. that okay. Yeah. Cause that's like uh when you can, when you like what we hear music and you see like shapes and colors, right? Yeah. Isn't that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought. 
Um, so like each song like represents kind of like a different color. Like one song is like stop and go is like definitely very moody. And, um, so that one's like red and then right. there's like a, all the other songs kind of represent something else mm-hmm. that kind of came with that emotion of the songs. Okay. Yeah. Cause you have a, I mean, you've been putting songs out throughout the years and some of them are featured with, with a featured artist or have another artist on them. At least I'm just going on like according to your Spotify, but then that one, you know, you had that whole body of work there and then you've, uh, but you've also put out other singles. So it sounds, yeah, it does seem like you were kind of doing wearing two hats in that sense. Like you're writing your yeah. own songs, but you're also working with other people. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, you know, at first when I went back to my pop stuff, I, I thought, oh, this might be easier because like I have more of a platform, but it was almost in a sense like starting back over because for a long time I ignored, um, you know, putting out all my solo stuff. So um, it's like, you know, it's just, it's taught me a lot of like, you know, I can't just, <laughs> I can't just, you know, stop working on it. Like I got to just you know, keep going. And, um, I just, I think the reason why I stopped is for a while, I didn't really believe in myself. And like, that's just, um, you know, like that's a lie. Like, don't listen to that. You can't listen to that. If you're going to, you know, work in music, you just got to keep going. Was there like a a point when you decided that, you know, what, when you kind of built that confidence back or just after a a certain amount of time, it was like, I'm just going to go back to do this. I I know I should be doing this. Um, you know, I don't know if it was as much confidence because I still, still, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so cringe or like, you know, like I still get that like feeling, but I think it's more of like a desire to, um, well, I guess let me backtrack just a little bit. Like I, Uh with the song that I recently came out with, like, uh-huh. yeah, I want to talk to you about that one right now too. Yeah. So. Well, well, maybe it's on back. Perfect transition. Like, <laughs> but with that song, like it was for me, it was more of a need to like hope and help other people. Like that's the desire that I have for my music is to use the songs that I've created to like, help me cope with things I'm going through and help other people heal and cope through what they're going through. So, um, that it was more of a, like, I guess an an emotional drive, which, you know, Mm -hmm. business wise, maybe it's not the best decision, but I'm like, I, I need to release this stuff. Like I cannot let this sit in my Dropbox, um, for years and years. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's a better method too, a better reason to put it out. It's like, I'm not going to put this out because it's whatever business, yeah that's yeah. true yeah just to do it to to do it and i mean you've had a lot of support on the song and you you teamed up with crohn's and colitis foundation i saw that as well which is amazing and yeah. uh uh do you want to talk about that a little bit sure yeah so um you know we're still kind of figuring out exactly what we're doing together but um yeah for those uh don't know. Um, I have an autoimmune disease called Crohn's disease. And, um, this actually, I was diagnosed a year ago. And so I, I really thought like, oh, this is really no big deal. Like it's, I'm going to be fine. Um, which I am, I am fine, but the treatment that I had to go through over the past year, um, for, for the disease has been a lot more tooling than I anticipated. So I, um, basically I go in for infusions every 
it was like two, every two weeks, every four weeks, every six weeks, every eight weeks. So, and then that is just until the end of time, until my medication stops working. Um, so that was a really tough pill to swallow. Um, and so when it came to my music, I was like, I want to write about stuff that matters and stuff that like feels genuine to me. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, I was like, I want to work with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. It just like, I, I, at first I used to feel embarrassed about it, about my, my disease. And then I came to terms of like, I need to help people like me because I didn't have a ton of people around me when I was diagnosed that uh-huh. talked about it. And so, right. yeah. So that's kind of what made me want to work with them. Yeah. I think more people have it than people you know even imagine i mean i know two people are right off the top of my head that have crohn's yeah it's like wild yeah yeah like my wife's best friend has it i didn't know until she she told me you would have never guessed i mean but it's just something that she has to deal with yeah no i like (laughs) i um I don't know. I posted about it when I, when I finally posted about it and it, I, I thought long and hard about it. I'm like, do I really want to talk about this? Like, um, but I, fi- I finally did. And the amount of weirdly enough musicians that reach out to me that were like, me too, I have it. Um, oh, wow. was just so like, it was like around 10 people, um, which it was far more than I thought people. Had. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, um and so it really for the longest time i felt really isolated and alone i'm like that is not true like not that it's like a good thing that people have it but that you know other people can find solace and sympathy and be with you and that like like you're not alone you know right right no and and i think this the song is incredible the lyrics are really really cool and just like really you know get you thinking for sure like you know, when you say, does my therapist need therapy because of me? And then you talk about like the, who prescribes the prescriptions to the, you know, yeah. pharmacist or the, who do the doctors go for treatment? Like these all things that like you wouldn't, I mean, you don't really think of off, the, you know, when you're, when you're thinking of those, those moments, like, I just think it's a really cool concept and it's, it's a really good song. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, I appreciate it. I, um, that was definitely like just to kind of like talk more about my my song like i wrote that song when i started going to therapy because i emotionally with treatment i was like wow this is a lot mm-hmm. uh, and so like it just when i i had never gone to therapy before so when i started going i was like who does this person who does my therapist go to and see, you know, like, it was just like, and then it was like, wow, who do the doctors who treat me, who, where do they go? Like, um, you know, it's just, um, it just makes you think for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's, it's really, it's a really cool and, and creative um, perspective on it, but I love, I just, just cause I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I saw yeah. the video you did uh, where you like mashed up your song with, uh, anti-hero and I was like how is this gonna work and I would li- I was like damn like it's the way you sing it and the way that you you, you know you match those lyrics to your own like it the, the I guess it's inflection the or you yeah. know the way that you you know pronounce or the way that you sing the Taylor Swift lyrics in the same melody of your yeah. own song and then intertwine I was like I was really impressed I was like damn this is really cool 
Thank you so much. No, I like, I usually am not like, I feel like mashups sometimes can be very random, but I was like, wait, this really works because what she's talking about lyrically in her song, Antihero. And with mine, I was like, this is very similar. Uh Uh, So I'm glad that it worked out because that was very, you know, uh, lucky on my end. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's cool. I thought it was really cool. Um, is this, are you putting out like a, a full, another EP or anything, or is this uh, a, one single of many or, you know, where, where are you at as far as writing and what you have coming out? Yeah. Soon. So, um, do therapist is, I definitely feel like it's the start of a new era for me. Um, <laughs> I like to think of things in eras because of Taylor Swift and I love her, yeah. um, but yeah, like I have, a handful of other singles that go hand in hand with, with do therapists because everything that I went through last year, um, really, I don't know. I feel like when we're put under a lot of pressure, we see, I don't know. We see like the problems are like exposed or like, you see mm-hmm. like all this stuff come out. And for me, that was like, um, my, you know, like stuff with like therapy, like mental health issues, um, with my, with, with Crohn's, like I struggled a lot with body image. Like there was like all these other things. And I was like, you know what? Like, um, I, I want to put these out. So as far as I know right now that there will, there will be more singles. Um, as far as an EP, I'm not entirely sure if it's going to be a whole project together. It does feel very cohesive. So it, it may be, but I'm kind of really playing things by ear uh-huh. at the moment, um, just to kind of see how people respond to it. And, um, yeah, like my, my goal is just for to people to, to feel not alone and what they're going through if they deal with like similar issues. Love that. And you're obviously still working with other people on other projects because you just put yes. out old, uh, old friends Yeah, is, you know, recently, recently came out and yes. so yeah. you're doing other things with, with other producers and, and, and artists as well it sounds like or looks like yeah no no I definitely am like I, I am uh I still really love EDM and I love doing collaborations um I just I think my main focus has definitely been shifted from um just doing that to like tying everything together like EDM and collaborations like is a part of who I am and the solo stuff. Like that's who I am as an artist and trying to, I mean, that has been kind of difficult kind of trying to intertwine the two. Um, but it's all, it's all a part about, it's, it's all a part of me, you know, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day. So yeah, I will be continuing to do collaborations. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Jules, for doing this. I appreciate your time. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I, I appreciate you taking the time and, um, this is really great. I was really excited to to do this. No, thank you. I have one more question before I let you go, though. Do you have any advice for aspiring artists? Ooh, that is a good one, especially because I've been learning a lot of lessons recently. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... I think... One, I, it's probably like, I have two things, but the first thing I think is to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks, try as many things as possible. Um, I think that has been like the best thing, uh, for me. Um, 
And second, well, okay. Three things. Uh, second thing is don't be too precious with your projects. Like don't, um, I, I think like when, sometimes when we're too precious with songs or with projects, um, we think it's do or die or it's like, it's all or nothing. And it's like, that's great for you to believe in your project, but like you are more than just your music or your job or your career. Um, and then lastly, I would say, be careful who you pick around you, like the people that you work with. Um, because you just, I, I don't know, just, just be, just be careful um, who you let into, into like that circle of trust, if that makes sense. So yeah. 